Yeah. Uh. We got our special guest today. Ah, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where this guy GL getting these beautiful light skinned women from. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I gotta be a beautiful light skinned woman. Uh, uh, I can't just be a beautiful woman. Let me say that. We saying this right because you don't, I know you don't know the backstory, right? Why you starting so early? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always say the homie GL got a type, right? And uh, it just so happens the last three women that he did bring up here yeah. happens to be his type. But that's neither here nor there. How was your week? Let's start with the homie GL. How was your week, boy? Uh, you know, it was cool. We had a dope guest last week. We had Ice from the Joe Buttons podcast. Right, right. The feedback was amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I'm waiting to see the next guest. I'm surprised we got 20. We got through 20. You know, I ain't want to do this shit. So right, 20 right, of them. Right. Nah, my that's boy. A, that's a long commitment, yeah. yeah. So the homie GL, like, y'all don't know this, like, I called the homie GL the blue one day. I'm like, yo, um, you know, I had a podcast before I wanted to do a new one. You know what I mean? The music been doing well. My stream been going crazy. You know what I mean? 4.6 million streams in six months. It's been doing well. I said, yo, let me just try to do something different. And I wanted to add the homie GL. I felt like he was perfect for what I was trying to do. And uh, I just made him one of my partners. And we moved from there. He was kind of like hesitant. He don't know what the podcast he entails. He too cool. He's a cool <laughs> nigga. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? But how was your week? Hmm. My week was good this week. Um, I did. I shot the video shoot to my FNF freestyle. Right, right. Um, you know, dropped it that. Right, right. I seen that. I, 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 I had to I had to bless his pockets a little extra because oh, I want man. that I wanted that expedited. Yeah, yeah. So so I got that back. I got that done. I got that released. I've been in the studio this week, this past week. I had a uh, a regular session and a mixing session. So, you know, just been working. I've just been been, you know, trying to get my feet back wet and, and really just show I could curse on here, right? Yeah, you say whatever you really want just to say, show man. niggas what it is. Like I'm back on I'm back on my shit with, um, that's what with I'm the music. About. Yeah, I took a step back, but I'm back fucking with it. So as you should. But look, we, we you know, we, a lot of people come up here, we, we talk to them, you know what I mean, from the uh perspective of where they started from, you know what I mean? Right. Where it really happened for them from. So mm -hmm. bring us back to your origin story, where it started from for you, you know what I mean, as a youth, how you grew up. So on and so forth. We really want where you're from. We want to know. We want to get to know you here. This Where? whole hour is about you. We really trying to get to know you. Let's, Let's see. Where it started. When you say where it started, you mean like... Life. What, life, just in general. Yeah, it's a life podcast. So my story started in Passaic, Passaic, New Jersey. Talk to okay. Us. Okay, right? So I kind of bounced around... Um, it's three different projects in Passaic. Right. I kind of bounced around between all three because my grandmother raised me. Growing up, we had a, um, public houses. So, you right. know, it might shift you in between the three. Right. So it was like that for a little while. But then by the time I was like seven, we got Section 8 and I got, we moved out. I'll give it a real. I'll tell y'all where it started, right? So uh, we moved out. But then it made a little down the line, but by the time I was about 12, 13 years old, that's actually was God. We was back in the hood. So, oh, um, <laughs> um, honestly, just where it started for me is just, where it started for me knowing 
that I wanted to be different and wanted to do something that was different is just watching the fucked up cycle of my family and like starting to get old enough to realize that the, that a lot of shit wasn't normal. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And just having that hunger for myself on some shit like it. Like I used to get picked on. You know what I'm saying? Like in school. I can't tell. That's what. Not, not, not picked on. Now. Not picked on in school, as in like bullied. But it would be certain people who would like crack jokes things. because my grandmother couldn't afford to buy me nice things right, like, right, right, right. at that time. So then it was like, man, I just got to get my own shit cracking. And then mm. that's where my hunger for money really came in. Like I had a, a, a this nigga that's like a brother to me. Uh, he was like, yo, you just you be out here like you can make money selling Lucy's. The corner stores closed at 10. How old were you around this time? I was like 12. Selling oh, Lucy's? Wow. Yeah. You a goon. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's the street shit though. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Um, and, and it's so crazy. The streets are so fucked up. Like at that time, that that person was one of the most hustling people I knew. Like really looked up to him type right, shit. Right, right, And he fucked up on drugs right now. You feel me? That's wow. how fucked up the streets is. That's, but, but that's how they always so usually be. Yeah, yeah but, when it comes to the but nah, he started telling me like really putting me on the game. Like boom, you buy the pack of cigarettes. They was but maybe they up now. But at that time, maybe like eight dollars. Like you buy the cigarettes. Set the Lucy's for $2 a pop because they ain't getting no Lucy's nowhere else. They don't want to pay for a full pack at the gas station. Niggas is drunk on pills. You're going to make your money. I started going through like two or three packs of cigarettes a night and then it really became like a little hustle for me. And, and how many Lucy's in a pack? It's 20 cigarettes. 20 cigarettes in a pack? Mm-hmm. So you're making $40, $40 off of $8. Off of $8 and then pack? I was getting rid of like oh, eight. If you ain't a hustler, I mean, I said what do you call I'm sorry, that? Getting, really, getting rid of like three packs a night. A night. And then I just got bored, like <clears throat> not necessarily bored with it, but I just wanted a little bit more. Right. So then that just led me into like other things, like selling like selling weed. And, How old were you when you started doing those things? Like the same I age or like a year weed, or two? I was later. about 14, 14 years 15, old. 14, nah, 15. definitely like 14. Wow. Because I remember when I was 15 is when I started selling Molly's. Yeah, you just kept moving up. No, but I stopped right there because oh, it was really, really <laughs> risky. There's only one next. After yeah, that. no, it was really <laughs> risky after that. You know so what I'm saying? So at 14, you wasn't worried about like being robbed? No. Because you're a woman? No, I wasn't worried about it. Because where I'm you from... you worried about it? Where I'm from, it's like, um, first of all, it's not competition. I'm not, I'm not competition for the niggas from my hood because they not selling weed. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. They on to other things. So it worked out. And then on top of that, like, it, it, nobody's coming to my hood and doing nothing to me. And you were in the projects? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so so at, that, but at that time, I wasn't living in the projects no more. I was living on a building right on the corner of the projects. Right, right, right. So, like, say this is the projects. It's a one-way. It's called 6th Street. Right. And then this is the next street over called 5th Street. Mm. And the block in between is Passaic Street. So I lived right on Passaic Street. Okay. Right around the corner from the project. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never, you know, I've been to Passaic a lot of times, but you know, my only introduction to Passaic is uh, a female. I'll tell you about her after this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then um, after the, a female, it was like um, the palace. So you know what I mean? I'm from, I'm from, you know, I that's at the county palace. dude. I don't remember you. So uh, I bartended at the, I bartended yeah, yeah. at the palace. But I think you, here. you younger than me. You might be what, 26 yeah. or something? Not even. I'm 24. Not well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying I'm, why you why you out there getting money? Where's your pops at? No disrespect. Where's your uncles? Uh, like they was cool with that. Um, my father was in jail my whole life. Like oh, okay. not a whole life bid, but he did big bids at a time. So right. he went away when I was two months, and he came out when I was seven. Right. And he went back when I was eight, and he came back when I was twelve, and right. he went back when I was like right before I turned fourteen. 
And he came back. I had a daughter. I was trapped and I had my, like... How old were you? I was, like, uh, about to be 19. Oh, well, how old were you when you had your daughter? Uh, I was 17 when you I had my 17. daughter. You were 17. Wow. Well, well, as a teenage mom, how was that for you? Like, raising her, what was your mindset when you first had your child? It was, it was a lot of mixed emotions, you know what I'm saying? Because... The biggest thing, right, that I, not, I like, I said it on live a couple of times, but I never really got a chance to sit down and say it like in the interview. So this right. is like this is exclusive. exclusive type shit. Uh-oh. I had a lot of mixed emotions because I lied to my kid's father about my age. Wow. Who, and then who's I your popped out, father? you know, Fetty. Yeah, Fetty. I, I lied to him about my age and then oh, I popped man. out pregnant afterwards. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, Damn, I ain't want all of that. This out of that, you know. <laughs> was he the Fetty Wap that we knew? Like the he, uh, he was up. Then? No, not yet. No, oh, not yeah. yet. Oh, he was. He was dirt. really. He was really grinding at that time. Like really, really, um, trying to trying to sell his mixtapes. Um, in, in in Patterson in the hood, right. like pulling up with the van with knit and all of them. Like right, you know, right. before t- the fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, I, I mean, he Wap. Uh, he didn't even have a car when I first started dating him. Wow. He used to like take the bus to come and see me. I know I said that a couple of times, but yeah, it was definitely before the fame. Okay. Just a little weird, but yeah, it was before. The- and and y'all was and you was grinding. He was grinding. How old you told him you was? I told him I was eighteen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's just clear this air real quick. Let's just clear this air real quick. That is extreme. Who? That is extremely um, not safe to all the young girls out there. This is not a first time thing. You know what I'm saying? This is a common thing for girls to lie about their age to guys, but they don't think about the consequences in the long run that could in turn from this it situation. Me, and it took me till I got a little older that if a girl says she 18, I second guess it. Like, that's, you 18 yeah, on you know, the it nose? Was, it like, was horrible to the point little, that he asked yeah, me to send, he asked me to send me send him my ID. And I ran and went, I ran and went and got the ID done. And like the same morning, the same day, everything. And I sent him a picture of it. And, 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 it was fake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went. Oh, so you went to, hard with the lie. Yeah, <laughs> I went to extreme measures right. to cover this lie. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, and it just wasn't a good. It wasn't a good thing. So I just really want to anti advise all young girls do not, do not do that. Do this. And it took me a long time to come clean about it too. Wow. Because I had to mature. You know, I was still 17, <laughs> 18. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to think I'm crazy. And how was the... Uh, so, was the baby born when he found out that she was eight? When he wasn't 18? I mean, when the baby... I mean, he, he found out. Like, we had a second kid by the time he found out. Like, my real age. Like, I was... You serious Extremely right lying. I was in the... Do- like, in the hospital when I was having the baby. I was lying to the nurse about my date of birth and everything. And it was like, well, that's weird. Because on your intake, it said... I was like, oh, I don't know why. And then she was just like, oh, they do that. Make those silly mistakes sometimes. And just walked out. I was like... You're good. You're yeah, close. no, it was yeah, horrible. Two children together. Yeah, yeah, I have two. Wow, two and you just lied to this man. That's a you are not. Yeah, no, that's not good at all. That's why I was saying like girls really shouldn't do that. You right, know? right, right. Now I'm gonna be 25 this year, so I'm mature enough to say, no, yeah, say yeah. no, that was some stupid was, shit. So but, moving forward, right when he mm-hmm. when he blew, right, and were you working with music at all at that time or no? No, I didn't even know I knew how to rap. So how old were you started dealing with the music? Uh, it was actually right after I had my son <clears throat> about 2018 because I have a friend that raps and he's been rapping for a long time. And he always would tell me like my voice would probably what, really sound good. What's his good. name? I think I know you told him. Uh, his name is Jay. Oh, okay. That was season he goes by. Yeah, him. So, yeah. I seen y'all booked the Angels way back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one um, who got DJ me into Dutchie rapping. And, shit like that. and he started writing my raps and... 
He was like, try this. And I mean, the first, this funny backstory, the first studio session we had went absolutely completely left. And um, because the engineer's girlfriend was jealous and she was like upset and was like, who are these bitches? Who are these mm. hoes? Oh, and, the studio session is deep. Nah, my boy. <laughs> nah, nah. It was only, it was honestly me and her, Taylor. And that's it. And that was That it. was enough. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm the type, and, and while she's saying, like, the first time I let it slide, but that second time, I'm like, well, who are the bitches and hoes that you're talking about? Because I'm confused. Right. So that started an exchange. And if I'm not mistaken, like, things just got a little crazy. And it was just fucked up because I didn't know she was pregnant. And I found out afterwards. Y'all beat up. I mean, I didn't really beat up because there was so many men there that was able to jump in the middle. You know what right, I'm saying right, of it? Right, but right. I did throw a Windex bottle, like right at her face really hard. I didn't know she was pregnant. Right, right, right. She did swing on me first, though. So it was just too much. But I just feel like if you're pregnant, you don't go yeah, around starting all that. Crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. too much. But that was a funny backstory my first studio session. And then I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm never going back to the studio. It's drama. Bitches is haters. Like, and he just kept pushing me like, nah, like, we go to a different studio. Fuck that. We went to a different studio. And I, I really liked rapping and then what ended up happening is he started slacking on my verses like when he would send them to me like right. the bars wouldn't be complete and mm. I couldn't catch the flow of it and it was just annoying so I started going off of what he wrote for me and then I would just write my raps like that and then I wrote a whole rap by myself and I went to the studio and I was so nervous because there was so many people there and I'm like, oh my God, what if this shit is corny? Everybody gonna be clowning me. Right. And I did it and everybody just fell in love with it like crazy. So so what was your first time when you started getting that response from the people when you putting it out? That first time I, I, I wrote my own music. And you dropped your own shit? You started I, I didn't even drop it. I went live in the shade room, posted it, and it got like 5 million views and it was like 10,000 comments. Your joint? Nah, yeah. Right posted music a couple times. What but this was, was the this? first, this was in 2018. Oh. So when I first started rapping and it was like 10,000 comments under there and like not even trying to be funny. People like, yo, she rap better than her baby father. Like she fired, dropped this ASAP, da 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 I'm like, oh shit. Like, like this could be something. a great response. From <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and it just went on. Like as I kept going hard with the music, it just went on. Like I dropped my song, It's a Mood at that time. And like the girls loved it. Like I couldn't stop. I, it was so many videos getting poured in of girls doing a song that I, I couldn't even keep up with reposting everybody. Like, right. it was crazy. It seemed like, like, it just, the music took a life of its own for you. It really did. Yeah. yeah. What, what made you stop? Why did you take that little hiatus, little small break? Well, it was a mix of things. Like, I was in some fucked up management with somebody who didn't know what they was doing. Right. And it's like, you're not about to get rich off me. You get what I'm saying? Mm, right. So I chilled until my contract was expired with him. That was definitely a um, goal for me. Right. And I also went back to school and finished my nursing degree. So I took time to focus on that. Right. And now that I'm done with that, I feel more comfortable being able to really let my hair down with the music. Right. It just feels so much better. It feels so much different this time. Like, I'm so much more comfortable as an artist. I'm so much more comfortable putting my inputs in my sessions with my, with my engineer, like what I do and don't like, what I do and don't want, you know, and how I want it. Like everything about it, I just I've completely grown into an artist, and I'm happy for, about it. Like it took a long time for that for this to happen. Oh, so yeah. you full fledged now. You ain't playing yeah. no more. Like it was to the point that even after rapping for like a year, I still was nervous to go in the booth and like like 
super closed off and like having to do shit like 10, 20 takes just to get it right because I'm not comfortable in the booth. Like that is none of that shit no you, more. You know it's nothing wrong with having a closed session. Like nobody got to be there. Like get all them yeah. motherfuckers out of there. Nah, here. hell yeah. Right. I definitely you do closed sessions. Yeah. I definitely do closed sessions because this is the way I think about it, right? It, it ain't even nothing personal. It's like, say if you my engineer and I want to bring you and you with me, I don't have nothing against y'all on why I don't want y'all in my session, but you might have a small problem. He might spill something on your shoe. Now y'all get to going back and forth, and now y'all bringing negativity into my session Facts, on my right. dime. So to avoid all of that, I do do closed sessions. But sometimes when I'm trying to catch a vibe, I'll pull up with my peoples. Like, right. It so, depends. I'll, to go back to, to the life, the light realm, we're going to touch back in the music, but I just, you know, I just mm-hmm. want the people to really know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's teenagers that listen to this, so on and so right. forth. Being that you had a baby young, mm-hmm. what was some of the biggest hurdles that you had as a youth, you know what I mean, as a teenager having a child into motherhood, you know, to be able to graduate and grow. When I say graduate, I mean, Mm-hmm. graduate from that one child to the second right. child and just be able to grow with it on your own right. with probably just having minimal funds. And I'm not right. sure what he was doing that for you. Yeah, no, it was it was like that. You. It was difficult. It was very difficult. And and I feel like it's a moment. I, the way I feel is this, right? I feel like God sent people in your life at a certain time just to save your ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. That person might not be around five months later. But them five months ago that they was there is when God knew that you needed that cushion. Right. So that's how my situation was. I was fortunate enough to have, I was 17 with a baby. And um, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I dropped out of high school, got my GED, enrolled in college and got a job. So I was pregnant, working and going to, going to college. Wow. And so at the time that I had my baby, I stopped working obviously. And I took a a leave from college. And it was really difficult for me at that time because I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. Um, I was trying to enroll back in college. I couldn't afford childcare. And like this guy was blowing up. I could barely catch him now. You know what I'm saying? Everything was happening so fast. And then I have like blogs judging my life. Like I'm posting regular pictures of my kid and they have a problem with something that's on the floor because it's or they knew who Somebody, he was. Yeah, like like at the, like at that time, you get it what I'm saying. It was a learning curve. Yeah, it really was. It was hard. It was it was it was a depressing time for me. Yeah, why so? Because I was so young, and I feel like I was thrown into something that I didn't ask for. Because you got to remember when when I was dating um, my kid's dad, he wasn't famous. Right. Over the nine months of me being pregnant, he started bubbling like a lot. Right. And yeah. towards the end of my pregnancy, it's like. He was He's here. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Like I remember like he's got in the world. The, yeah, at at point. that point. Yeah. Right. So then by the time my daughter is four months, five months old, he's really just that that guy right now, like everywhere. Right. And I just feel like I, I didn't get treated fairly at that time. But I had somebody in my life who was like there for me and my daughter a hundred and like twenty percent. So that's why I say. Like, God put that person there for me. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't even right. talk to that person no more. Right, right, but right. at that time, it was an extremely difficult time because you got people judging you, people thinking you should have this or you should have that because he has this. You get what I'm saying? Like, I was still taking a bus with my kid at that time. And it was you know, and it was hard. Like, nothing about being a teen mom is easy because there's so many resources that you have to dig and find out. Like when you have a kid, you got to really be on doctor's appointments. You got to be on immunizations. You got to be on school uh, records. Yeah. You got to be on physicals. You got to be on time. If the baby gets sick, it's so much responsibility that 
a, a teenager is just. Did did you did it did it being that you know he blew up right away and he was going probably for some months at a time. Did, did you have did you grow like a big disdain for him? No, I didn't, cause um. Cause you said you was depressed. Well, yeah, I was. I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily depressed, but it was very a very difficult time. But I mean, for the most part, um, I I, I didn't have I didn't feel any way towards. Him. I, I if I could just say anything I felt towards him, I was really disappointed. Right. Cause I felt like everything changed him as a person. Yeah. And I felt like everything happened so fast. But I mean, outside of that, I didn't really have no feelings towards it. I just wanted better for for my my daughter so, and I. So, um, when did the bookings and stuff start coming for you? Your Instagram start growing. That started happening. I want to say, but actually, it started happening after a video clip went viral of of me and him arguing on on my on, on my porch. porch. Oh, that was and, you on the porch, right? Yeah, I mean, and I, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to go viral. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? At that time, I didn't even know what going viral was. Right, right. I posted it simply because I had a private conversation with his sister about certain ways I was feeling, thinking maybe she could talk to her brother. She told him, however, she told him, and he in turn took it to Facebook. So then that caused me and him to have Facebook back and forth. So when he came to my house, me posting that was really much so like, because everybody was attacking me because it's like at that time, he's this guy Nobody cares about my side of the story. It's like, right. we love him. Who are you? And shut up bothering him. But he started with me on social media. And he's popping up at my house. Right. Threatening me. So that was the point to really show people that I'm not the problematic one. I'm home minding my business, sitting on the porch with my daughter and my grandmother. Right. This is what I'm dealing with. And I mean, like, the next day, that shit was, was like, I was like, what the fuck? And then it was like, a little bit, at first it was like, all right, this is all right, because... I wasn't getting no money from him, but then people wanted to start paying me $800, $1,200 just to come sit in a club that I used to go to for free all the time. And why not get that money? Yeah, so it became like like that type of thing. Then I started realizing that I might have something a little bit more here with them fucking with my personality like that because he got other baby other baby mothers too. Right. Who, if they just following me because I'm a Fetty Wild baby mother, they will follow them too. Yeah, but no, right. it's them... Probably coming to my page because they see me as Fetty Wap Baby Mother. Yeah, other baby mothers in the hood. That's like, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought you was the only one that yeah. probably wasn't known. No, Not, well, yeah. you known. Everybody know you, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, he got, he got. So I'm saying, like, if it was just a, oh, because she's his baby mother thing, they all would have this. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. No, they came to my page probably because of that, but they fuck with me. That's why they started following me. And that's why they keep up with me, even. I haven't posted nothing about him in years. My followers are still here. So. Right. Whatever opportunities came, I done seen you on some modeling shit. Right. I seen the swimwear. Shout out to my homegirl, Jennifer. I done seen <laughs> y'all super fly. Uh, yeah. Swim by a gym, something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Simple swim. Me and I had a fallout. But, um, Damn, what happened with that situation? But it's cool, huh? Not right my boy. We ain't gonna get into it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, honestly, it, it's, it's, the it's, industry, it's a, man. A, a humongous misunderstanding. And it's just weird to me how things unraveled. Right. You know, so I, I don't want to get could into it. Past. I mean, it's not nothing that I could grow past because I was disrespected oh. over something that, you know, wasn't that serious. So I'm the type of person where it's like, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm an easy person to get along with. But once you bring me problems, like, you got to be somebody I really love and really fuck with and really been in my life for a while for me to be like, 
this motherfucker, but I fuck with you. You know, like Girl, I love you, her. You're like yeah, like if like if we new friends and you coming at me a certain way, like I clip it because I don't have time right. for none of it. You know, well, what I'm, I'm surprised you you never had no uh, love and hip hop opportunities or have you? I actually have, but <clears throat> at the time, I didn't. I wasn't working on music, and I didn't have I didn't have much going on other than the fact that I had a lot of followers and I was getting bookings, and I knew I wanted to do something with my platform. I just didn't know what. So I didn't want to throw myself on that show. And they had you up there looking like a nut. Yeah, I swear that. Let me, I swear let me tell you something, though. Don't, I didn't want I to get thrown on that show without an exact feel, direction. No, you overthought it. I feel, me personally, let me just say this personally. All right? This is what I thought. This is my personal opinion. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like us as people, I feel like you're a smart and intelligent woman, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we, we had to learn life on a curve. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you would have got the opportunity to love on hot hip hop and you would have took it, I feel like you would have figured it out on the curve. I definitely would have, but at that time, I wasn't mature enough. At all. You know what I'm saying? At that time, I was in a space where I would... I've been in rooms with people who work with big companies. Right, I'm talking about like Tommy Hilfiger. We put together fashion shows with Tommy Hilfiger. They watch those shows. Right. They do. They're not working with certain people. They see you as a liability, and they shut it down. And I knew at that time, if I would have put myself on that show... What they do on that show is they stir pots on purpose. Facts. They'll know me and you got a problem together, and me and you was good friends. And they'll say, oh, they yeah, you go on the Louis album release. It's not going to be no problem. It's just Louis party. I get there, and the first person I see is this person. Right. That's the type of shit they do. Right. And at that time, I wasn't with the TV shit like at all. And right, I had right. problems with real bitches in the industry that I know for a fact they would have put in my face, and I would have been in just a bad situation yeah. Had I took that, you know, took that took that situation at that time. It just wasn't a smart thing. And how did you grow past those moments? Like, you know, me not being a part of the industry, just if you see these people, I'm going to walk past them now, opposed to pop on them. How did you grow past, or are you past that yet? I'm not. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I it's, it's like certain people in my mind that, they're not a part of this growth. Like, I'm still whoop your ass when oh, I see sorry. you. <laughs> You're yeah. not a part of this growth, this new. It's like you two still people. Get these hands. It's like two people, I swear. Three. And outside of that, I'm done because <laughs> it's not worth it. But certain things you just can't let slide. You know what I'm saying? Certain right. things that happen, no matter how much time has passed, I right. can't let it slide. So, being as though you had this clout and you got a name and Image, you know what I mean? People like what you look like and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You like I what she look like. That's why you said you like what she look like. That nigga funny. She know she funny. <laughs> Thank you. So, like, how was dating for you? Like, you mean right now or overall? Just, just, overall, just about this journey, you feel me? Like, DMs lit in the club, people burning down. Let's promoters, say these, these past five years. <laughs> these past five years. I've seen you used to post black youngster a lot. I'm like, yeah, she like this black ass. No. <laughs> hey, yo, that nigga a hater. Hey, yo, nigga a hater. Hey, yo, nigga a hater. She was like, I know no, I'm better than no, that nigga. No, no, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, I never, I never slept with black youngster. I never had. He was really a a sweet guy to me at that time. We was cool, you know, for a right. little bit of time. Um, that was about it. Like, like that was that was really all that was to that. I never right. dated him. Are you, are you single seven. right now? I'm like, I'm actually not single, That's but cat. I'm like, sem- <laughs> she respectfully separated right I'm, now. I, I swear I love that term. I love that term. Are you I'm, just married? I am married. I'm legally married. Oh, but y'all not together. 
Yeah, separated. Things are really rocky right now. There's a lot of, you know, situations going right now that just leads me to believe that right now mm -hmm. I just have to follow my heart and do what's best for me. And anything around that's meant to be for me is going to be right there for me. Right. So we got we got questions. Mm -hmm. We usually ask five things, right? Okay. So if a man wanted to approach you, mm -hmm. what's five things to do? What's five things to not do? Let's start with the things to do. Five things to do. Um... Make sure you don't got no boogers in your nose. <laughs> I swear. Nasty booger man. Yeah, I, I get turned off super bad whenever I would never call you and your phone. Um, um, make sure it's not in your teeth. Make sure your breath is not stink. I can't deal with stinky breath. Ugh. Um, let me see. Let me see. Do's, 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 do's. No, no. Two more, two more not to do's. Two, uh, no. Oh, not to do's. Two yeah. more no, not two to more do's. You already told us. Two more do's. No, we doing not to do's because I know I definitely not said boogers. Oh. Something in your nose, something in your teeth, stinking breaths. So I know we doing not do's. Yeah, that's three. Um, two, two more. more. Uh, not to do's. Um, don't be corny. Like, corny pickup. Like, don't be cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to be extra cool. Right. Don't do that. Um, And... Don't try to make it about money off the rip. This is a turn off to me. That's five mm. not to do. She gave us, and she did that shit clean. Right, yeah. What's, What's the, the other five? What's, What's the, the do's? The do's. Take um, out, let me take some notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the do's. I was just, just be yourself. Just be cool, you know? That's one. Like, the, the coolest approaches are the, are, the, are the sexiest. Like, when you mm. just be yourself, you know? And oh, I could right. tell when you're being yourself. That's real shit. And, um... Um, I honestly don't know. That's really my only do right there. Just be yourself when you you're standing. Yeah, but this is what I always tell when women. This is the problem. A lot of time, I always say a lot of times women get in relationships with men that mm -hmm. they don't know what they want to ask the man for. Right. So no, I mean full full term relationship. I know, but I'm talking uh, as far as approaching me. I'm talking about just being with you. Period. But being with you start, and approach. Just start from the approach. You, what I'm trying to say is right for you for when when you came up here. Right, you mm -hmm. sat down. I had a conversation with you. You know mm -hmm. what? Because I know what I wanted from you. Mm. And, and when when so when we dealing with women and when women dealing with men, it should be the same approach. I when you come you and you deal with me, I need to know what you what I want. This is what I want from you. This is how I want you to approach me. This is how I want you to speak to me. This is what I like. This is my love. But that that's that's really it. I'm telling you, as far as approaching me, my only requirements, all of those don'ts, don't do none of those. Yeah, but a nigga, look, he could not do none of those and be himself, and you not like it. That's what I'm telling you. So you can might not like me being myself. Right. Like so, people meet me and be like, "Damn, bro, you mad arrogant?" No, that's not arrogant. No, you gonna confidence. say people right. say that about you? Yeah, you funny. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't <laughs> it's no the, it's the sarcasm for me. <laughs> this nigga's funny. It just, but it's just. I, you I know, say, all right, but let me think of some dudes. Dudes, do be funny. Look, that's two. Do. Smell good. Like, yeah, like I'm that's, in a that's good we, cologne. Like, we, when you walk past, make you turn around. Right. Don't be ugly and wearing no good colognes. I hate when a motherfucker make me waste a good turnaround and you ugly as hell. The hell smelling some like bullshit. heaven. Yes, like... <laughs> you like men fat, skinny, small? What's your what's your preference? I honestly don't really have a type. Right. I fall, I fall in love with people. Yo, that's crazy. A lot of women that's been coming to pay lately that I've been asking, they all kind of said the same the thing. The only like, thing I, I don't do is... um. And I'm not racist, but I just, I've never dated, talked to a white guy. I'm just not attracted to them. Yeah, it's not your thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. Um, Or, or Spanish guys. But we support guys. them. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm you gonna... don't. You never dated a Spanish guy either. I actually did. Oh, my high school said? sweetheart oh, was a Spanish guy. Oh, all right. But as I got older it's and started getting into what you know, really knowing my body and what I like and what I want, and is I don't like poppies. It's not yeah, for me. Nah. I boys. I had the last poppy I dealt with turned me off from all poppies. He didn't speak. Damn, English. poppies, y'all did. <laughs> he didn't speak English. English. Why are you doing this like that, yo? <laughs> he didn't speak English, and I didn't speak Spanish, so no, he would I just be like, Spanish, okay. "It was a horrible vibe." Yeah, it, but he was very. Very, you know, he was nice looking, and we used to have fun together. We used to oh, just man. walk around and go buy food and just laugh and try to figure each other out. But it was just like, all right, this is not for me at all. Like the Spanish, I can't, you know. And I, I knew from that moment it wasn't for and, me. And tell us, tell us about your worst date ever. What was the worst date you've been on? We just had, we had a crazy one up here. What's the worst date you've been? My on? worst date. The worst date I've ever been on, right? Was actually on my birthday. Oh Damn. man! Oh my! Yeah, we want to hear this. When, when your birthday? November fourth. Oh Not man, she's Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, Another man. fucking Scorpio. Water sign like me. Yeah, hey, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a Cancer. My birthday. I right, look, look. Y'all love me. Are real. I get. Yeah. I like Cancers. They, they're they're real. It. If y'all love real. me, my birthday Sunday. I'll have me. Happy, yeah. happy birthday! If I don't see you again, I'm gonna be in Patterson. I'm be at Rain. I got Rain. I got um. What else I got? Republic 23. Republic 23. You know what I mean? Rain is fun, but there's no in between in that motherfucker. I mean... Either it's hot as hell or it's cold as but hell. They, you know what it is? It's they know no when they see my name, when they, when they see my name, they know the bartender's going to bug. They, well, can Louie no, come? <laughs> they know how I'm like, coming up there when I comes there. I like rain. I like rain. But, she um, know. So your worst thing is coming rain. It, it was my birthday. Um, I honestly... Was getting taken out on a date. So this your dude at the time or just a friend? This is my man at the time. Oh man. I was getting taken out on a date. And he was trying to surprise me with the restaurant that we was going to. And I kept telling him, I'm a very picky eater. Like, I don't know how this is gonna work out. You know, right. I'm picky. Right. right. Like at least tell me the kind of food. He didn't want to tell me. So I said, as long as it's not Japanese or Chinese food, we're good. Only Chinese food I like is hood Chinese stores. Real. I don't Real like like, like tile and like um PF Chang and all yeah, that. I, yeah, I don't that. like all of that extra stuff. You don't like tile? No. <clears throat> That's where we went to, tile. Oh, you tripping. I love tile. I told him as long as it ain't that. Right. Mind you, when oh, we, you when told we spoke, him before the date. I told him before the deal. But we spoke later, uh, days later, and Thank he said, you. like, in, in my head, when you said, as long as it's not Chinese or Japanese, I'm like, fuck. But I made the reservations already. Fuck the reservations. <laughs> nah, for real, though, right? That's what I'm saying. So, look, let, let's, get, let's get to it. So, boom. We get to the restaurant, so... I see a big-ass boot as soon as we walk in. I'm like, Dang. I just told you, like... That killed my vibe off rip because I kind of feel like you ain't... But the ambiance is nice, though, at least. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Nah, the birthday. gesture was nice as hell. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. never once took that away. Right. So we sit down. I'm like, I'm going to give it a try. I'm looking through the menu. I'm like, I don't know what none of this shit is. Like, I'm not hey, jacking it. I don't want to <laughs> waste your money. She from for sake, for, for sure, for real. No, I'm dead serious. Like, to hookah lounge. Nah, I don't even want to. Look, this is how real it is. I didn't even want to go to the hookah lounge. It was a Capitol Grill up the street. Oh, I love Capitol Grill. I it's said, look, spot. I love Capitol Grill. We love Capitol Grill. We've been there plenty of times. I know that menu. I, let's go there. You know that, I said, that steak with the black sauce on it. It's What's coming this? out sizzling. And I'm like, let's go there. Mushroom it's sauce? cheaper, and what, I know what I want from it. What did he say when you said, let's go there? He didn't want to. He was like, oh, you want grateful? I'm trying <clears> to show you a good time, and you... 
doing all this. So I'm like. And you married him. This is the person you married? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Opposites so, attract. <laughs> we just left the spot and he had he was really upset. So y'all didn't like, even eat? Talking to me crazy. And it was Did the worst day ever. No, we didn't eat nothing. Uh-huh. We just left. We took an Uber back to the nice hotel we were supposed to be staying at for my birthday. Then the cops got called on us. We got kicked out. Yeah, and... I was fighting. Damn, so he didn't yeah. even get the whoop or nothing. Hey, yo, let me yeah. tell y'all something, lady, my dudes. Damn. Look, look, my guys, my boys. Look, hey. look. It's not your birthday. Thank all right? you. No, not just it's men, her. though. Women do, do like that, too. Nah, yeah, yeah, when you right. doing something like for somebody on their birthday, right. you got to really consider that person. When you're doing something for somebody on their birthday, trying to surprise them, don't think about what you want for them. Think about what they like, for them. what they into. Right. Right? This right. is not your father's day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This women, is not your... Women, when y'all surprising us, we don't want no fucking key. See, we don't he, want no balloons. He felt, <laughs> you know he felt as though I was being ungrateful. And I, I kind of can understand because I did have a little bit of an attitude, but I wasn't being ungrateful. I just felt like it's my birthday and I shouldn't be forced to have to sit here to eat something that right. I don't know what's on right. the right. him. You told him already you don't want to come in. Exactly. Before he even And then I it. got my heart broken because at the end of the night, I woke up the next morning and he was gone. He was with his ex-girlfriend on my birthday, so I was just crying. And you still married him. Not my boy. Not my boy. <laughs> Yeah. Not my boy. Hey, yo, let me say on that note, Not let me my say boy. this to all women, right? Now let me go, let me say, let me go this to this, right? Let me hear it, please. Listen to me. Yo, you, you only gonna be value how you value yourself. Mm. So if you don't value yourself out of 10, I ain't gonna value you out of 10. Right. And if I'm able to cheat and fuck other joints on you, then that's what I'm able to do. And that's what you always gonna be be laid at. Right. Even if I marry you or not. You know what you is? You're in my jury case. Mm. Anything else? I'm splattering. That's why I'm separated. Hey, I'm just saying. So mm-hmm. just all of this is... Wait, this that is... was that's what caused y'all separation? No. I was about to say, damn, all what type of person? All I want to say to ladies is love yourself, man. Put, put self first. Right. Everything else is going to come, you know what I mean? No, that's the truth. That's facts. Now, a lot of times women be too forgiving because it couldn't be me. Shit, Wait, me. So you know what it be? You know what it be, right? That. To be real with you, what it be is like when you think about all of the time and the energy that you invested, it's like, Right. Damn, like out of everything I could have left for, I'm gonna let this be while I leave. But then it seemed like that be your response every time something happened. Yeah, you know or you say and then the list get then, longer. But then <laughs> yeah, the list get longer, then it comes right, to a point where it's that. like I'm out. Like, do I wanna keep Early. keep chancing this? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, do I wanna keep Well look at your age, you're twenty five. Not even don't put look. no extra years you're on me. Uh-huh. And look how you look, you teeth straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? You probably fry chicken hard. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we love that. Let I ain't know. gonna lie. Who said that? I never said that. Don't call me white girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said my coochie good and I fried chicken hard, hard the first time. The first time. <laughs> and she just said that. I'm, I'm not She's talking about you. You can't fried good. So I'm just saying to you, you got options out here. No, nigga ain't treating you right as options. Niggas got money that's gonna right niggas gonna spend it. Right. So you know that's a fact. Wrong niggas to spend it too. Wrong niggas to spend it too. I'm just simply saying though, you know what I mean? Opportunities where you see it at. Right. I mean, if you're not able to see the opportunity, then you're gonna miss it every time. But let's let's go past that now. Uh, We want to go back to the music now. You know what I mean? We seeing you that you that you said you was getting bookings. Mm -hmm. That's great. You move forward. You didn't take the love and hip hop situation. That's right. horrible. You know what I mean? I was back in like 2016. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but now you know what I mean. You're a grown woman. It's 2022. Mm-hmm. You, you you passed the pandemic. Oof. You graduated school already. You understand the game a little better. Definitely. What do yeah. you think you're gonna do differently than what you did before? You know what it is. 
it has, I'm telling you, like 70% of it has to do with being comfortable as an artist. Right. Because when you're not comfortable as an artist, you kind of got other people running your show and telling you what's going down. And I came to a point right now where I completely fell in love with my work. Right. And it's like, I just had somebody big that wanted to work with me, but they wanted me to do things their way. And I shut them down. Because I don't care how much money you have. I don't care who you put on. And I don't care what experience you have. I'm really emotionally connected to my craft. Right. Jay-Z, P. Diddy could come to me right now and be like, I want to take over. And he can't. That's how much I believe in myself. But I always say this, right? And I'm and listen, I'm willing to work with, but I'm not willing to work for. To, to work. Not it's not even about working for because at the end of the day, we might be in a situation where one situation I'm working for you, and the next situation you're working for me. We right, a team. Right, 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 right. So it's not even about working for, but I refuse to let any. I don't give a fuck who you are. Right. Nobody's coming on my ship that I've been running by myself Building since 2018 and telling me to shut the fuck up and sit back and trust Never. their process. Never. It's Never. not happening. You but, know but, what I'm but, saying? But do you agree that it's a give and take? Yeah, it's definitely a give and This whole life is a give and take. So you're willing to work with what you just not, like you said, you're not really just, I'm not working for you. I, 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 I built I, this. It gotta make I gotta sense. Yeah, it yeah. gotta make sense for me yeah. to be. That's like, like, when I say it gotta make sense, that's like if fucking Jay Z came to me and said, look, I heard your voice here. I fell in love with it. I got this track idea for you. I wrote it. I want all the publishing, but I want you to do it. Now, he's saying he got the rollout. He got everything set up, press run, promo run, everything on how he wants to put this song out. At that moment, I'll shut the fuck up and let him get on my ship and do what he going to do because that's one song. Right. And I know he's going to put the bag behind. If he if he's wants all the publishing, he's going to put the bag behind making sure the song blows. He's not on stage performing with me, so that show money is mine. And whatever I go on and do with my career after that one song is mine. So right. if it makes sense, I'll shut the fuck up and sit back. I can't give somebody my whole career. Right. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, because, like, I'm Would not... Would you able to give somebody five years of your career, though? No. I'm not giving 24. somebody one year of my... I'm not giving somebody two months of my career, because this is what I'm saying. I'm not... I'm willing to work with... We could do anything together. Right. Anything together. So it got to be mutually it agreed upon. Mutu and, so I, and I don't even have to have, like, equal creative control. If you tell... I'll trust your process if you're saying this is the process, but you're not going to tell me to shut up and trust your process. Right, like, right, right. I'm going to have input. It's about how you I'm do gonna it. I'm going to have ideas. You got to have a voice. Yeah, I have to have a voice. I've been working on this for too long. On your own. On my own. And you've been... You've I mean, been, paying my own money. And you've been successful in your own rights. Right. So far, like, my fucking... My, my, the last song that I put out that was like my shit. Well, it wasn't the last. It was the second to last. Technically, it was the last because it was the last structured song I put out. I've been putting out freestyles since then. All right. right. The last song I put out got 90,000 views on YouTube, 90,000 plays on, on fucking SoundCloud. Mm. Never been promoted mm. at all. I never put a dime into promotion. Just strictly telling people, hey, go listen to this from my right. Instagram. Right. So I seen what I could do. That's, that's damn near, that's almost gold. Right. If I would put a little bit of bread into it, I didn't even put it on streaming platforms. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question, right? Do you um do you believe in an ad promo? Like Google ads and so on and so forth? Have you Hell ever yeah. run some of those ad promos? Have Hell yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I've done it on smaller scales and I do promo ads for other people. Right. So I see what it does. You know, like for example, I had somebody do my hair and they gain like 300 followers just right. from me posting them maybe okay. three times. Right. So it makes sense, you know. If you, if 
you could get these ads to promote you all at the same time, then you're really on to something. Well, let me ask you a question. This is what a lot of artists always felt like, right? And I just mm-hmm. found out later in my career, I've been doing this music thing, right? A little longer than most artists have, mm-hmm. right? And I never had a, a huge moment, but I was always I always able to find my niche. So uh, I've probably been doing this thing. Like, I'm a real street nigga, so when I be, I don't like to say it like that, like, oh, I'm a real street nigga. But I'm saying I've been going to jail back and forth. Yeah, so some years don't count, some years do count. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I like to say I've been doing this for, like, since 2014, like, on the business end, right? And and I I learned and figured out a lot of different things. And I figured out that the music doesn't really matter as much as the commercial. So, you know what I mean? The video is just more important than (laughs) anything else. Right, you know and I'm I mean? tired of trying to fucking explain it to people. Right, right. right. This is a preview for the product. Yeah, so the I'm product tired of is what it. hair you own, what t-shirt you got, what lip gloss you have, what right. you know what I mean. And and a lot of people don't understand that. What's your moves when it comes to mar- uh, uh, cornering the market and whatever that you want to do outside of the music? What's mm-hmm. what does the music drive? Ask me in a different way. <laughs> All right. Do you have Fuck a me, what does the music drive? So what other bags come well, yeah, from the music? So, you know, like I said, music is the commercial. Mm-hmm. What is the preview? So, you know, when you when you preview on something, it's usually, oh, so yeah, the music is this, but go to my, see my lip line, go to see my t-shirt. I so what does the music lashes, drive? Acting. So mm-hmm. fucking much, man. I ain't even gonna lie. You wanna know what's crazy? I've been, I was locked out of my social media account for like eight months straight. I'd have been sick. I, I, I was disgusted. I only got 22,000 followers. I'd have been sick. I was disgusted. Like, I mean, to the point, I had like 149K followers when I lost my grand. My shit went down to like 133K because people, I'm not posting only, nothing. Only three, look, she a big dog. Hey, no, not even a big dog, but that's that hurts to have that Hell big yeah. drop. That's almost yeah. 20,000 20, people that left right. my page because yeah. I was locked out for so long. So um, I'm just now starting to get back I just got back into my gram like towards the end of May. Wow. And I just been throwing up content and like getting it back bubbling. You mean like you was locked out? I was locked out. They they logged me out. And when I went to log back in, it wasn't allowing me to log back in. It wasn't sending me the login link. But you, you know what the problem is, Rob? We, we think we can't reach people that we can. You could actually call them motherfuckers. Is the YouTube office, the the uh, Facebook uh, office, all of them connected? Is I mean, New, I was trying City. everything. I even, you, I even you, emailed some people who, I'm not going to lie, um, Masika was trying to help me because I think she had a situation like that. And she knew some people that person, like their personal emails that work for Instagram. Right, 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 right. And like, I was even hitting them up and they was on some like, don't know what to tell you type shit. Right, right, right. Like, I'm not getting the login link. My email, my phone number is right. I'm putting in my right password to saying error occurred, try again later. I mean, I was sick. So what was the response once you finally got back on and you dropped this new freestyle? Oh, man. <laughs> That was crazy. I see the views going crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. It just feels good. You know, it feels good to have my platform back because I never paid for a follower in my life. So building that, like losing that platform that I built took so many years building. Right. And I had so many people genuinely fucking with right. me. Right, 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 right. That shit like, Real that shit like a grieving. Like that shit was like grieving for Hell a little yeah, minute. You know what I'm saying? I'm posting, I'm on new Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sitting here like a sad kid looking at, right. and you know what it was Damn, just five, like. Five, five it's like lights. if you watch, if you like when you want punishment as a kid, and you are looking at all the kids having fun outside. Because yeah. I'm going to my Instagram and I'm seeing people comment like, "Girl, where you at? Are you okay? Where you been? You ain't posted so long." I'm like, I have a new Instagram. Please follow me. Yeah. Only now you got a thousand followers. Now you got a little backup though. But yeah, now I got a good a good backup because that page is going up. You know what I'm how saying? Many, and, like eight thousand. Uh, nah, now. right now like four thousand followers. Yeah, yeah that's you need that you. 
work both. Yeah, so I'm just working, and I got yeah. both Instagram names in each other's bio. So, so, you know. so tell we gotta, us about this new hold, song. What oh, you about to get on with, Louis? The segment? That's what you, you ready for? This is so I'm playing already. I don't got time for this. I got a segment I do here. Fuck the small talk. Fuck all the small talk. This is the question. You ever did an OnlyFans page? Yes. What was yeah. tell us about what was it. Who was on that page? Uh, OnlyFans Yeah, page? we need to know. The people need to know. Okay, I had OnlyFans, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I never went, like, all out on there. Yeah. Like, I, 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 my model was to post things that I wouldn't be embarrassed, like, if my family saw. So you wasn't posting no ass or nothing on there? I mean, yeah, but, like, with panties on. Like, Sorry to hear that. Y'all just, mad, she, mad she ain't giving us a... Yeah, like, like, I never posted, like, my breast or... Yeah, I put my toes up there. <laughs> I got nice toes. I know some yeah, guys niggas, got little... Yeah, niggas be... Yeah, I, I have... Niggas be into the feet I, I, I know a girl that, like, is rich off of, like, toes a foot fetish um, page. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, yeah. Lil, I got a uh, confession. I subscribed. Oh shit! Hey, you subscribed. Yeah, he subscribed. Yeah, only begot. Yeah, so you one of the guys. So you one of the guys that got got because you didn't have. It this. wasn't nothing going on there. Oh shit! So good. She, she was quiet up there. <laughs> Isn't it with a t-shirt on? Hey man, I made like five thousand dollars in like uh fucking two like like little very little months. Yo, like, you should have been up there half showing a little bit of breast like this. A little. <laughs> Why is he doing that? You're the million. You're the million. Don't do that ever again. Uh, stop, stop. Um, a little, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. You see, it's the face for me, like the uh. Like, you fake, try to act like you ain't nose and this bitch. You knew that nipple was out. Stop. You know, and we yeah. seeing it through your fingerprint. You know what I mean? You wasn't up there twerking to your songs and that. Yeah, yeah, like, so like, yeah, like, I, that's the type of shit I was doing up there. Yeah. Twerking, posting in like bra, I always like nothing tell, crazy. I always tell people that, especially the female artists, you know, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm that's another question I'm going to ask you after this, but I always tell people that you're just for you to entertain, you got to give up a little bit of yourself. This is a different type of business. This a ain't little a vulnerability. Sex sells. Right, right. Sex sells. It is because, what it is. Because you rather be, I know a lot of artists, and I'm not going to say no names. I know a lot of artists, right? I've been in this industry for a while, right? That has millions and millions of followers but don't have the dollars to match. Nah, yeah. yeah. So your popularity and your likability are two different things. Mm. So, you know, you can be as popular as you want, but who's spending dollars with you? That's where your likability come in at. That's where people really, what's the name? Because you can have 5,000 followers, right? But 1,500 of them purchase. Right. So the purchase power is what matter. You feel me? You feel like I only got 20,000 followers, right? I sell 250 t-shirts a week. You do the math. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes so, sense. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just a different thing. Mm-hmm. I put out, I got 15 albums though. So I got 15 albums. I probably get like $1,200 to $1,800 every week, every Monday off my streams. Off my streams. Okay. So you do the math. Right. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, Louis, this and that. Yeah, but I, just, I made 120000 this year off my music. What did you make? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then I made two point, I made 250000 on my t shirts. What did you make? I'm not saying I, you, I I'm just saying. That, just, but, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm just simply saying. I wish I could make 300,000 old t shirt. I mean, can. I. You could definitely Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I can. Sure I just. You can on OnlyFans. You sure can. And I'm only, only <laughs> putting $20,000 through the year. 20000 through the year in the ad promo. So 20000 right. through the year is like $2,000, less than $2,000 a month. Right. It's probably like $1,200 a month. 
or $1,300 a month. You do the math. So I'm just saying, simply you saying. You keep saying you do the math. This Don Julio said, I ain't doing no math. <laughs> I think he's you with mad he, numbers he right now. you do the math. How much you is say one more number yourself. and say you do the math. So tell us about this new single that's about to drop. Right. By the okay. time this drop, the single gonna drop same day, boom, bow. Yeah, that, that's, that, and that's so perfect. When I was, you know, talking to Taylor to get all of this scheduled and set up, right. that was my goal. And I think she communicated that to you as well. Yeah, right? take my nigga. Yeah, so. Tay ain't shit, though. We want to play the... Hey, names. We going to play the music. Ain't shit, Names, team. names. We going to play the music. Rico, we going to play the music right here. Right here. Do so the drop is, for us right this now. Is, this is some exclusive shit, right? This song ain't even out yet. Okay. This song right here came about just getting in my bag. Like, feeling like... Right. Like, so... Like, so powerfully, like... Like, just... Just feeling the female energy, like like mm. bitches is the shit, right, right. like the shit, like y'all niggas would be eating fucking breadcrumbs out of our fucking hands <laughs> before shit. this world Birds. is over. Damn. I mean, that's just how it's going right now. You know what I'm saying? This beauty industry is thriving. Got eyelashes, yeah. microblading eyebrows, semi permanent makeup, hairstyle. Yeah. Fucking hairstylist is charging five hundred dollars for wigs and, and then three hundred dollars to put it on. And then you got OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, nobody fuck. wanna see the niggas on OnlyFans swinging their dick around. So you know, girls, no is, females is like really, really winning Pause. right now. You know, not to mention women that's not even in the industry that's really right. just working hard. Naturally, Generally, like, yeah. you know, that went to school and got their college degree and that's, you right. know, entrepreneurs and running cool right. minds. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of shit going on. So I was feeling really like, fuck niggas when mm. I wrote this song. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted it to be fun. Uh, F- I wanted it F- to be... F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be something that immediately if a female hear it, they just got to get up and swing. Period. What's, what's the name what of it? The song is called Fly Shit Only. Fly shit on. Man. Yeah, because it's like fly. I say fly like eight times in the in the hook. So mm. I wanted, I was gonna call it fly bitch, cause I'm like fly bitch, uh, like a fly bitch would. But I'm like, I want it to be something that dudes could relate to too. Right, right. So I right, call right. it fly shit only, cause a nigga ain't gonna be like, yeah, you heard that song Fly Bitches? I like that song. Like, right. but they'll be like, yo, you heard that shit called fly shit only? Like right, right, right. they'll be more comfortable saying it that. That's so dope. that's how that's basically the background of that song. That's dope. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun track. We gonna got some shit following up behind it. Drop that, We're gonna drop that shit right now. Boom. So look. So yeah, we just heard that fly shit on. Shit crazy. Uh, <laughs> talking mean, that shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, we went crazy. Don't you yeah. heard it right yeah, when yeah, I said nah, it, right? That's our shit, yo. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. fly shit on. Yeah. We're gonna be playing this a lot. We're gonna spend this a lot. Y'all um, better, because I'll be back up here to fight. Don't yeah, yeah, we know. We, you, you know you're a little bully. Yeah. You know what I mean? We established that already. Corner store. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Let me, let me ask you this question, though. Like, yeah. um, I know you said you ain't had much growing up, mm. but how was it for you in high school and then, you know, dealing with the industry, being the pretty girl? I know guys always want to, you know what I mean, try to, you know, have sex or yeah. lay with you and, yeah. and to do business with you. How do you, like, correlate yourself and be great still and... You we know, go through those situations. As a as an attractive female, I don't really deal with that too much. Wow, because I, I feel like it's because I have a masculine energy and I shut shit down from the door. If I'm working with somebody, like I have this guy that I, I just got locked in with. Like I just had my first phone call with him yesterday. He do like PR and marketing run for um, Forbes, for the Source magazine. And he, he been trying to get at me for a minute. Now that I'm back in my music, I finally DM'd him back. But I told him from the jump, like, I'm not fucking with you at all. Like, mm. if you want to work, we're going to work. But that's what it is. He like, all right. You know what alleviates phone. a lot of that? 
Huh? You ask they price that alleviates all life. You pay for it. You yeah, pay like yeah, you, you yeah. I, I pay like I pay like I weigh. You know, and I and I and I just keep shit professional. And I'm, it's something about my energy when people are around me. And guys, they don't really try me out like that. And then honestly, a lot of guys when they first see me, they might have the impression like she cute. I want to fuck her. And when they start talking to me, like guys, I fought, I have guys fall in love with me that I've never even met before. Just from talking to them. Because right. they always felt like they might come and be like, oh, I just want to fuck her. You know what I'm saying? But once they start talking to me, just a simple conversation, they'd be like, she did, like she's different. Because I could hold the conversation. I have a strong head on my shoulders and I'm intelligent and I hold myself a certain way. So guys, most girls that's attractive, like me, not trying to boost big myself up, but it's not really much behind the shell. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And it's the truth. So guys, aren't, I mean, they genuinely be shocked. They just want to talk and they be cool. We be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you friend zone them. Yeah, I friend zone a lot <laughs> of people. This is oh the last God. question Suck I want to ask you before we get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this life is a different one that we live in this industry, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But what's your goals and what's your ideas? What do you want to get out of this life? When it's all said and done, when when they when the bells is ringing and you 50, 60 years old, 70 years old, and you about to, and the bells about to ring, you about to lay your take your last breath. What do you want to get out of this situation? What do you want to say that you did in this industry and in this life? I really want to change the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think it's impossible. I just feel like people haven't put the footwork in that's been in positions to do it. Right. Like, there's no reason why. If you Everything is like a cycle. If you teach kids in poverty about poverty and about debt, and about how to avoid it and how loans work and how college works and how life works, how going bankrupt works, how getting evicted works, how budgeting works. If you if these things are taught in school, poverty rates will go down. People just don't know what they're not taught. I haven't used anything, any algebra or biology or any of that that I've learned in high school. I haven't used it. I feel like it starts with the hoods. You get what I'm saying? Like if this shit really, really works for me, when it's said and done, I want to be able to really change the world and make a difference. I don't really care about buying big chains and buying big jewelry. Like, I want to open schools and put new algorithms to educating children in the hood. I want to open up mm. rec recreational centers and give kids a safe place to go to so they don't got to walk home and see crackheads and drug dealers and shit all over the place. They got to go play over fucking dirty needles and shit. Not like... Mm. I want to have it to where they could come. It's a little area. They could play basketball. They could play on iPads. They could get help with their homework. And this shit is free. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to open up jails and reform the way that, like, the prison systems is fucked up. Right, sure. Everything is fucked up. But money changes everything. For sure. You know, so like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, Michael Jordan got his money in prisons. All right. And he not doing yeah, it right. Know, the washing, the bars. Yeah, like, that. no, you got to do it right. Right, right. Like, right. people who go to jail, they need psychiatric evaluations. Some and, like, some of them. Nah, some, nah, some, nah. But some, nah, a lot of this shit comes from trauma and from nah, PTSD sure. and making bad for decisions sure. and not having nobody to talk to. Right, right. And now, if you had a man that was an ex-convict, got felons, but turned his shit into a multimillionaire business, uh, you know, self-made millionaire, whatever, Right. And had this man come and meet with these prisoners every week. And then had a psychiatrist, like a psychiatrist come meet with them every week and figure out like real structural programs. Like shit would change. 
sure. But you can't take people and lock yeah. them in fucking the, 12 but, by 8 cages for five years and throw them back right, out there. Like, you know, jails is you make money, though. Like, you Nah, said, so hell yeah. That shit's, that they, shit's they the biggest money maker in back. America. They want you to keep them. That's a dope answer that you gave us. It's though. not going to be easy to do the things that I want to do. Right. Because they're not going to run a young black woman doing it. That mm. They're not. You know what I'm mm. saying? I know. I'm not, I know it's not going to be easy. Right. But when it's said and done, these are the things that I want to do. Of course, I'm going to start out where I'm from, for sake. But I want to branch out and really do this shit. Right. Because it's not impossible. You just got to get the right people behind you. You got to have the bag. And you got to have a voice. Like, once you hit a certain point, niggas can't shut your shit down. That's no matter how much they want to. That's a fact. So that's what I want to be. That's, that's what will make me feel accomplished at the end of the day. If I know that I was able to do those things that I that I want to do, because those are things that I genuinely want to do. So before we get out of here, mm-hmm. you gonna stay independent or you gonna sign a deal? What's your What's your goal? It depends. It depends on if the bag is right. Because right now I'm not signed. See, most artists that's up and coming, they be signed to their little crew or whatever from their hood. Right, right. Then they get a famous rapper that's already popping with their label, like Drake with OVO, right. and they sign a rapper. And they little crew from the hood, the whole label. Right. Then Atlantic signed the OVO, yeah. signs the small crew. I don't want that situation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if I had it my way, I would stay independent until the major label come to me directly. Right. That's and, what I want. And if people want to send you records, are you open to, like, would you recite anybody else's words or you just want your no, own? No, yeah, I've done, right? I've done, um, people send me reference tracks and I did it and it came out good. But one thing that I do do is I'm big on my publishing. Right. So you can send me a reference tracks, but one of them verses or that hook, something is gonna get changed. Something is gonna get changed. Right. We're gonna work together. Like I said before. Right. That's how I do reference tracks. Well, we appreciate you for coming. I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys for having me. Beers and bottles, flash it only. Yeah. Flash it only. Hey. Beers and bottles. Yeah. Man PBM Louie. Make sure y'all tap yeah. that. Jack. Swap.